this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and one minute good this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in. I'm so excited and and I know that uh, for the next few minutes we have God is really 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 gonna bless us here and and I'm going to be sharing a message on radical faith radical we're in a series where we've been talking about faith and um and and today I'm going to share a message on radical faith radical faith the faith that you need to be able to do certain things that you never thought that you would do the faith that empowers you to go beyond where you are into a higher phase and this requires you to sort of change your mindset change your mind shifts and know that where we are greater that is greater is he that is in you that greater than he that is in the world so today i'm going to believe god that we we will be able to move and do certain things with boldness do certain things with clarity and just come out strong knowing that god has got great plans for you and when i'm preaching feel free on the comment section if something has been said that is that is ministering to you feel free to say amen amen simply means so be it amen simply means i agree with you because now we obviously we're not in our usual chat setting where where somebody can say preach on pastor or you know amen or you or you stand and dance around if if the message is too powerful for you as well you can just stand up on your house and just dance a bit if 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 maybe you get slain sit in a sit in a sofa set so when you fall down at least you fall down on the chair amen so so i am i am looking forward to this service today and father in the name of jesus for this moment that is given to us we ask that lord may your kingdom come in other words father what you have for us in heaven father may it be downloaded today on earth as we talk about faith we ask that lord do something that has not been done before in the name of jesus now um um i have been thinking about this subject there's a message i preached years ago actually i was looking at it maybe um 12 years ago a message that i preached about uh, a story of, of a gentleman called caleb so and and on the context of that message i was talking about a spirit of delay and and it was really 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 powerful at that time and and when i was thinking about radical faith i really got drawn to that particular uh portion of scripture but I got a different insight into be um, as to as to what God wants us to speak today, and I really pray that that some of the things that will be said here will minister to you. So today I am talking about radical faith, a sub uh, a subtopic that is called "Give me my mountain." Tell yourself, "Give me my mountain." I know I know most of you are on mute, but just talk to yourself and just say, "Give me my mountain." So, in other words, "Give me my inheritance." Um, um, for you to make those kind of bold utterances, you have to have a certain form of conviction. You have to have a certain form of faith in you so that you can be able to access what you're talking about. So today, my prayer is, is in our journey. We'll be sharing briefly. And I want to really believe God that, that when all is said and done, we shall be able to access that. I, I will begin it today and then I'll continue next Sunday. I'll continue next Sunday with it. But, um, but, but in the meantime, um, um, I want to just to um, throw it out there. Now, turn with me, if you can, to the book of um, Sister Carol, maybe you could, you, could, um, you could open the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter, Joshua chapter 14, Joshua chapter 14, Joshua chapter 14, and please read Sister Carol from chapter six to chapter, 15 chapter 6 sorry chapter verse 6 to verse 15 verse 6 to verse 15 and i know that the lord is going to bless us here in jesus name the lord is going to bless us here in jesus name sister carol over to you is sister carol there okay yes, uh, joshua um 14 6 to 15 I'm reading from uh, New King James Version. Then the children of Judah came to Joshua in Gilgal and Caleb, the son of Je Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, said to him, you know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God concerning you and me in Kadesh Barnea. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land. And I brought back word to him as it was in my heart. 
Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the, the Lord my God. So Moses, so Moses saw on that day saying, surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever, because you, you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now behold, the Lord has kept me alive. As he said these 45 years, ever since the Lord spoke these words to Moses, while Israel was uh, wandered in the wilderness. And now, here I am this day, 85 years old. As yet, as yet I am as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me, just as my strength was then. So now is my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how the Anakim were there and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me and I shall be able to drive them out as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron, the Caleb, uh, gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Je Jephunneh, as an inheritance. Hebron therefore became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jeff Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, uh, to this day, because he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. And the name of Hebron, formerly the Kijath Abba, Abba was the greatest man among the Anakim, then the land had rest from war. Amen and amen and amen. God bless his word. As I say today, I'm going to be sharing with you um, on, on, a, on a topic that is very close to my heart, having radical faith. And just to give you a quick background, um, actually, when I was preparing for this message, uh, there were two things I was thinking about. I was thinking about this message and I was thinking about another message. But Mr. Gillian sent for me a video here. Uh, and and this, is, this might sound very, very interesting because I was in prayer and I was praying about... Um, um, the message that the Lord wanted to speak to me on these lines of radical faith. So I was thinking about this story of Joshua and I was also thinking about another message, but I really felt drawn on this message. But I'll, if you're preparing message, sometimes you'll realize that, you know, you're trying to sense what direction God wants you to go. So she then, then I got this text message because at the moment there's a, there's a situation I'm dealing with back at home. So I am, I am having to be on my phone a lot. So when I got the message, I saw Sister Gillian sent for me something. And when she sent for me, what she sent for me really blessed me. And I knew that, and I knew that it is something that I needed to talk about. So let me see if I can share it here. If you can see, just really, just check it out for a minute. Okay, one, two, go. good so I'll, I'll i'll stop it at, at that and uh what a good way to stop it at where it says the location of the village remains secret and i like that because i know some of you watching today you're like you've already removed your phone to look at the the price of air tickets from London Gatwick to Congo. Just to, just to give you a synopsis of that particular story is that you find that 
you find that in that particular um, village, it is a village that I would imagine that there's so much poverty in that area. But when, when and there's a mountain there and they did not realize what was inside that mountain. So when they started digging that mountain, they realized that they had, actually Congo has got one of the most purest type of gold, you know? And they realized that in that mountain, there was gold. And what I like about that is that when everybody went with their own, some people are digging with their hands or, or whatever tools you need know, to dig, but you're given a portion of the, of, of the mountain that contains gold, then you go home uh, and, and you're able to have gold. Wouldn't it be a blessing if behind your compound, you wake up in the morning and you find that, you know, um, in your case, I know some of you would, would say you'd rather have the British pounds, a tree that is just, um, you, you just go and pluck 50 pounds, not 100 pounds. Wouldn't it be a blessing to just wake up in the morning and realize that there is a mountain or there is something there that has got a blessing for you? So, so, so I decided to show this first because of where we are going. So the Bible says this, it talks about a gentleman called Caleb. Caleb um, came from, uh, the Bible says that, that he was, he came from a tribe called the Kenzanites. So, so the Kenzanites, cut the long story short, they were descendants of Esau. When, 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 when Jacob um, was blessed, so Jacob, there was um, Esau and, and Jacob. So, so you find that one was blessed, the other one was cast. The one who was cast moved into a land, that is Esau, he moved to a land across the river called Edom. And he settled in that place and they were called the Edomites. Somebody say the Edomites, be with me in this teaching, the Edomites. And then what happened is that now um, the, the Edomites were already, um, there was a label around them that said that these were not people who were blessed or they, they didn't come from the lineage of the blessing. And then, um, Caleb's beginning was already wrong because of where he was born. So he was born from a, from a, from a tribe that was not blessed because the Bible says that the Bible says, it, it says, Jacob, I blessed. God said, I have blessed Jacob and I have cast Esau. So already he began from the wrong side. And then in those particular days, now, as they grew and grew and grew, the Edomites multiplied and multiplied and, and then what I like about those days is that because there were 12 tribes of Israel, there were not 13, there were 12 tribes of Israel. So as they grew, what they then did is that people were absorbed. So you find like people who, now maybe the slaves who came to um, join the Israelites, they were absorbed in one of those 12 tribes. Are you getting what I'm saying? So in other words, they didn't say, we're going to create the 13th tribe for the, for the extras or for the people who are not, no, no. They say that, you know what, we are going to absorb you in one of those tribes. Somebody say, I hear you. I hear you. Actually, you know what, can, can just a few people just unmute themselves and if, as long as there is no background noise and, and there is no, you know, hooting or dogs barking or, or cats fighting. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just unmute yourself and, and uh, uh, at least I know yeah. I'm talking to myself. Now. So, so now he then came from, from a tribe that was, First of all, his beginning was wrong because, as I said, his beginning was wrong because he came from a lineage that was cast. Yes. Not only was he cast, then he lived with a, with a group of the Edomites who were then absorbed among the 12 tribes of Israel. So as they progressed, with time, you're able to be placed in one of those tribes. Now, one thing I like about this Caleb, and, and no wonder um, the testimony around him, it says that Caleb had a different spirit. In other words, his thinking his perception of things was very different. In order yeah. for you to attain the kind of faith you need, but then I began preaching, in order for you to attain the kind of um, uh, relevance or the kind of level or the kind of anointing or the, or, or the kind of opening that you desire, the first thing that needs to happen is that you need to have a shift or your mindset has to change. The book of Romans says that your, your mind needs to be renewed. You need Amen. to be somebody who stands above, look at, you look at things differently. When there is impossibility, <clears throat> you look at possibility. Amen. When there is darkness, you try and look for light. Are you getting when, when you're faced with, with confusion, in fact, there's a scripture that says, I had the voice of God in the midst of a fire. So in other words, you should be in a place where in the midst of the challenges you're, you're going through, your, your antenna is still on tune or your antenna is still in, in tune. And the Bible goes on to say that now this guy had a different spirit. Then what he then did 
because he knew that, uh, and this is just me trying to draw the picture. He knew that at some point we are going to be adopted in one of the tribes of Israel. He knew that. <clears throat> he knew because that's how it went. There was no 13th tribe. But he knew that there is a tribe called the tribe of Judah. You know, uh -huh. the tribe of mm -hmm. Judah, normally, Judah simply means praise, but it is the tribe that produces kings. Yeah. Amen. It's the tribe that, that rules over the others. Judah was a, was a special tribe, and it is the tribe where you hear Jesus is the land of Judah. It is the lineage yeah. that produced the Messiah. So yeah. what he then decided to do, he then decided to position himself, watch this, position himself in, into that tribe, <clears throat> into yeah. that tribe, and, and, and uh, began serving God faithfully. So number one, you need to have that mindset. Number two, you need to be in a place where you then position yourself. You position yourself under an anointing that can give you the breakthrough you want. Somebody says that the anointing you respect is the anointing that you attract. You cannot trash um, um, healing and expect to be healed. You cannot um, trash um, prosperity and blessings and you expect that God will bless you. You can't. It doesn't, you know, you, the anointing that you respect is the anointing you're trying. You cannot come to a place where we're talking about faith and then you trash, you, you are, all you do is unbelief. No, that will not work for you. So what he then did, he then aligned himself, aligned himself with this tribe. Now, take your bit about Caleb. We are not told about his family background. We are not told. Mm. That. We are not told about his father. We're not told about his mother. But can I surprise you a bit? Caleb or Caleb, and 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 if there's somebody who's called that, or you've got family members who are called that, you know, um, thank God for for the fact that Jesus died on the cross for us. Now we are the new, we are the new um, dispensation. But Amen. in those days, Caleb simply meant a dog. What? You get what I'm saying? You know, Caleb meant a dog. And in, the, in those religion or in those ancient times, watch this, a dog was one of the most worthless animals you have. And that's what I'm telling you, when I came to the UK here, I realized that the dogs that we have here are the dogs that are living in the promised land. Amen, <laughs> amen, amen. So here, there is dog insurance. There is amen. Dog here, you know? There is, day for do there is dog shampoo, I tell you. Amen. <laughs> Dogs here, I tell you, the, even the way they walk, even the way, even the, listen, the dog biscuit. Mm. <laughs> I used to eat biscuits during Christmas and my birthday. But here, the dogs have to wake up and eat dog cereal. My God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. You go to the supermarket, they are, they are, they are, I tell you, in the, in, the, in the job that I do, sometimes I find myself, you know, dealing with people who love animals. And someone will spend a lot of money um, uh, buying very expensive things for dogs. You know? mm -hmm. So, but in those days of Caleb, the dogs, excuse me to say, you know, some of you are, are not in the UK here, you know, you, you may act as though you don't know these things, but from yeah. where our roots come from, actually, maybe I need to be a dog evangelist and I go on. <laughs> <laughs> because the dogs that we used to have, our, our, our in fact, when I came here, I, I almost <laughs> repented and, and <laughs> the dogs that we had back at home because those ones, we just used to put some bones and you know, you once you've eaten yeah. some days, like you just mix a couple <laughs> of things, add water and then just throw the bucket there. And then the, dog, the dog will sort itself out. Like you get it? <laughs> the dog will now sort itself out, you know? And, and that is what, that is how they looked. That is the name of Caleb. So, so you ask yourself, what parent would give his child such a name? And this is because we are not told about the parents. And this is just me trying to draw a picture. I, I'm, my job today is like a solicitor. I'm trying to build a case. Mm -hmm. First of all, you come from a tribe that is cast. Mm -hmm. yeah. was, his lineage was cast. Mm -hmm. And that is the beautiful thing about God, because... God is not a respecter of persons. Though you are being yeah. amen. Amen. Your ending will be great. Somebody say amen. Uh, amen. amen. Scripture then says that, that this guy, not only was he cast, not only, we are not even told about his family background because the Bible does not talk about how he was proud of his parents. Do you know sometimes when I go to school, when I go to school, um, there are some kids who tell me, oh, are you Hannah's daddy? I said, yes, I am. Oh, you're the one. You can drive fast. I said, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Are you, are you, <laughs> someone tells me, you are, you are, you are Gabriel's dad. I said, yes, I am, you know, because the kids have, they're very proud of us. They, yeah. they, it's like now, Pastor Tony is in, is in, uh, is in, is in, in the motherland, is in Kenya. Yeah. I am sure, I don't even have to ask the mom, right? The mom is on the phone, but I don't have to ask. But I'm sure the mom has made at least three or four calls. This, this is not a prophetic one. This is just uh, <laughs> a conversation. Yeah. Not saying, you know, the man, no, no, no. He has made, and he has told people, would you imagine my, my son came home yes. away? Just yes. to celebrate yeah. I'm sure that call has been made, you know? Or she could be eating. I said, please talk quickly because I'm with my son here from the UK. <laughs> I'm My birthday. Are you hearing yes. me? Yes. So, for the sake of Caleb, he, there was no picture about his, his family. Yes. So, the question here could it have been that maybe he was abandoned? Mm. Could it have been that maybe he was no, of, of no value? Yeah. Could it have been that Caleb was in a place where he realized, you know what, I have to fend for myself? And then he adopted himself in the tribe of Judah. Mm. Then, when he was there, now watch this. Watch this. He then decided to, um, among us himself, that I'm going to work hard. I am going to be the best that I can. I am going to be faithful. And this is very important. For mm. you to have a radical faith, you have to be faithful with the little. As a slave, mm. maybe his work was not, he was not up there. He was here. Yeah. And, he, and he was able to be faithful in the little that he did. Mm-hmm. I want to encourage you, be faithful in the little that you do in the church. Amen. Amen. At 11:30, just come and push in your 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 minutes. If it yes. is the if the involvement, do what you can do. You know, mm-hmm. I, I told you the other day that there are four gauges that you need to do. Number one, it is your just to divert a bit or prayer. just to bring people. Number one, your your prayer life. Yes. If you want oh, to know where you are spiritually, or the gauge oh. where you are, I don't have the pen that I used last time, but you have to be in a place yeah. where you look at your prayer life. Your prayer life is an indication where you are spiritually. Mm-hmm. So if your fuel gauge is low, then it shows that spiritually you need to do something about it. Number two, your Bible, the, you know, the yeah. time to spend reading the word of God, mm-hmm. hearing. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. hearing, hearing. hearing the, the more word. you hear, the more you build your inner man or your inner woman. The more you hear, the more faith arises. The more you hear the word of God, the more yeah. your, your, your confession changes. I told you the Amen. other day. Yeah. day. I said the woman with the issue of blood kept saying to herself, if I can touch. So in other words, she was, the place where she was now confessing what she was hearing. Yes. She was hearing that God can do it and she was speaking it. So Amen. you have a place where you learn to speak. So number, number, number two is, is your <clears throat> level of the word. Number three is your number service. service you know? number, th- number three is your service. Yes. Or number three is fellowship. Fellowship, yeah. yeah. Number three is fellowship. Yeah. You need to be in a place where there's, you are undercover. You, not under, you know, undercover means two things, but you are covered and mm-hmm. a grace, you know? Yeah. And that's why I told you the anointing you respect is the anointing you attract. You have to be in a place where you feed your inner man. You have to be in a place where you are receiving. You have to, there is a, yes. That is why New York Church is a place where we believe lives are restored. So Man. our core message in everything that we do, we, we, are, we are pushing towards restoration. Oh. Our mission statement means that when people come to this place, it is about restoring lives. Mm-hmm. Why are we sending the clothes to Kenya? Because we want lives to be restored. Why are we doing yes. the, the, the water bowl in, in, in Turkana? Because we want Amen. lives to be restored. So that is our Amen. And Amen. I told you something the other day that some of you got a bit shocked. But do you know, even the devil himself, the devil himself has got a very clear mission statement. Watch this. Mm. Even Jesus himself, and I say this so you, you can get it, testified and said that the devil, when you see him, because Jesus understood the mission statement of the devil, and, and he said <coughs> that, that the devil, when you see him, he comes to steal, to kill, he said, Jesus mm-hmm. understood that the devil also had a vision. So when, when the yeah. devil comes to your house, he's not coming to give you happy birthday or dance around with you. He's no. coming to steal, kill, 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 um, um, end game. Okay. Yeah. The That's the ultimate. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when it comes to your health, you have to understand that, that he will come to steal, kill, and destroy. But mm-hmm. and then that is why Jesus said in the book of James, he said, when you see him, rebuke mm-hmm. the devil and you will flee. Amen. You will flee. Amen. When he imposes his mission statement to you, you have to be in a place where you rebuke him 
and you, you say, you know what, I know, because we, we have been told your mission. I know that your agenda is to steal, kill, and destroy. destroy. I have to come to a certain place where I rebuke you and I resist you. So that comes with fellowship. So when you're in a place of fellowship, your spirit is built. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. It says confess your sins to one another. The idea yeah. behind that is to come to a place where you can build yourself where you can be the place where you grow. So you also need to check that gauge. If that gauge is low, do something about it. And that's why mm-hmm. David said, I was glad when they said, the me, that let us go to the place where I fellowship, to the place where I know I'll, I'll, I'll interact with people, to the place where I know I'll be encouraged. You know, you Learn. can do service today discouraged, but when mm. you hear a testimony, encouragement comes to you. I tell you, I'm very really to feel Amen. the Amen. Amen. In this armchair. So if Amen. you see this, yeah, just excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel as though I'm, I am a cow that has been muzzled yeah i need to be free you know lose me and let me go amen place in your life where you where you fellowship they said i was glad there was yes. me the, yes. you, said, you should be excited when you hear it is time for in you when you say i cannot wait for the tuesday bible study amen i'm there there's some certain yeah. things that will be unlocked your way. There's some certain keys that we put in your hands that will help you open certain doors that Amen. can only be open if you are in that environment of a corporate blessing. Amen. And then number four, I told you that the fourth gauge you need to have is to serve God. Do something to serve. If you do these three things, the, the consequence or the byproduct, I taught you the other day that when you're milking a cow, you, you, you milk milk, right? You, yes. But there are things like cheese. You know, mm-hmm. there, think there are other things. So when you're milking a cow, you're not milking cheese. No, no. You're milking no. The, the milk that will then result to the cheese. Yeah. If you do these three things I'm telling you, which is the prayer life, the Bible the study, worship, and the fellowship. The word of God. Yeah? The, sorry, the, 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 your prayer life, the word of the God, word of God. Fellowship, fellowship. The, the, the byproduct of that is that you will then start finding yourself serving God. And when you start serving God, there's some certain things that will accompany. The Bible says, these signs shall follow you. Follow you. In other words, I'm not mm. getting saved so that I can flow in the signs. No, I'm not no. getting saved so that I can prophesy. No, I'm not standing here so that I can be uh, uh, very gifted in the picture of God. No, these no. are byproducts. Amen. These are the consequences of the Amen. come when you Amen. decide that in the name of Jesus, I will, I will be diligent and do what I'm doing. These were Amen. the things that Caleb was doing. Amen. Amen. Told that he was disobedient. No. He followed the law. We are not told that he started a rebellion. When people were, were doing their own things, Caleb stood to what he, was, what he was doing. And then watch this. The Bible says promotion does not come from the east or from the, or the it comes from the north. The Bible Amen. also says that your gift will make room for you. Amen. Amen. With, time, with time, Caleb started rising into the ranks. With time. Amen. But you see, the agenda of God, God knows the end from the beginning. God knew that that there is a certain place called the promised land. And in this Mm. promised land, I need to make sure that I I the promised land. But I I need to make sure that as they go to the promised land. I think you text the number that we no longer use anymore. Okay, somebody needs to Ah, here a bit. Okay, I've unmuted that. Uh, uh, so, so, so you then realize that in order to go to the promised land, you find that you find that um, um, God said that I need to do it in a way to build people's faith. Two thousand years later, <laughs> in the land of, of where am I? In the land of the United Kingdom, there are some people mm. who will need to hear this story, and they will know that they may not be Jewish people by birth. Mm. But by reason of the covenant, by reason of the blessings that they have, the same Mm -hmm. truths or the same results or the same benefits that these guys got, the people hearing will be able to take advantage of that. And that is the reason why Caleb was put in the picture, so that to show you that God is not a respect of man. Remember, God decided that I'm going to take a dog. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody that people have given up when man has given up on you that is when God said that mm-hmm. Amen. Closer. and the Bible says Caleb rose up in rank Amen. 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 he kept on doing those things I'm telling you he kept on yes. saying what? God said that we are that we are going to the promised land I will continue being faithful to the point that when mm-hmm. Moses was choosing from one person from every tribe watch this when God was cho- when Moses was choosing God told Moses 
you need to go to the land and spy this land. But this, 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 this teaching, the more I was listening to it, the more I realized it is a very deep thing. I told you that, that sometimes when you're teaching people, you, you, you can't give everything because you, you can give you everything and then you can be spiritually constipated. It can be heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna break it down. <laughs> this thing is heavy. You know? yeah. so, so, so the Bible then says, this is what it says. It says that then um, God told Moses, select one person from every tribe. Amen. Go to the land <clears throat> I am going to show you. The promised land. The land yeah. that is flowing with milk and, and honey. honey. And honey. Go to that place. And when you go to that place, spy the land. And guess what? Every person was chosen from each tribe. And in the tribe of Judah. Amen. Uh, 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 Amen. 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 was not even by blood. Yeah. He was from that tribe. Amen. But because of his commitment, because of his diligence, because of his service to the things of God, because of, of the faith that he had. He had a radical faith. He said that I may be a slave from the beginning, mm. but maybe he knew that my end will be strong. I want Amen. to promise that you here that your end will be strong in the name Amen. of Amen. 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 Will, be, will be weak, your ending is strong. And Amen. the Bible says that, watch this, it says that Caleb was pushed on what is called, if you follow, you know, this is a full gospel. If you follow Formula One, he was pushed on pole position. In other mm. words, he was the first on the line. Mm. Amen. By being, listen, when you're first on the line, you have got advantage. Amen. Mm. If you're committed to the things of God, then you have got advantage. In spiritual language, it is called favor. You know? Amen. Favor simply means Amen. to be justified in the inside. So when somebody so, sees you, they look at you and then they're like, wow, uh -huh. there is mm -hmm. something about you that I have to bless. Amen. When your boss looks at your work, there is just something that compels them to do good to you. That's what Amen. Amen. It simply means that you don't deserve that appointment. But there's somebody tells that I don't know, but there is just something about you. You feel Amen. like it is this favor, but maybe they don't understand that. But it is the favor of the Lord. Favor simply means that you can be behind in the queue, but suddenly you find yourself forward. Favor simply means that you're not skilled, or you're not even fully. Um, upgraded to do what you need to do, but by the grace of God, God is able to make sure that he uses you as an instrument. Just receive the favor of God as you're here. Amen. Today. Amen. Amen. To, be, to, to stand out in your generation. May God Amen. cause you to stand out in your community. May God Amen. cause you to stand Amen. out in your family. That is what Amen. is because when, they, when Caleb was brought on pole position, he was now told, Caleb, you are, uh, they did not, you see, the funny thing about favor is this. Favor does not care about your background. Amen. Preach. Because sometimes, and I say this with a lot of balance, some people have failed to move forward because maybe they were born outside wedlock. But you see, that's, that was not even your problem. But now you are allowing that to hold you back. You know, right now I am over 40. I'll not give you my exact but I just know that I am, I am on the fourth floor. You know? now, <laughs> does it matter to you right now whether I was born inside wedlock and outside wedlock? It does no. not. Because I realize that sometimes my, my beginning might have been tough, but I'm not going to allow my, my beginning to determine. And that is the story about Caleb. Do not allow your beginning. Maybe you came from a very poor background. Don't allow your generational of poverty to, pre to, to make you feel as though you don't deserve. Don't allow, maybe you come from a place where you are not educated, your lack of education to prevent you from attaining what God has got for you. Caleb is a clear indication that God does not respect anybody. He's not a respectful person. Yeah. Because the Bible says, suddenly he was chosen among the 12. And the Bible says they were then sent. This is now why I say that I need to be very careful because I don't want to go very deep on this teaching. Uh, uh, and, and it needs to be broken down. I, I will continue breaking down in the course of the week, but let me give you one, one deep injection on this. The Bible says, when he was chosen to go to, the, to, the, to spy the land, they went there, but I want you to understand this. Please hear me, hear me. I got this revelation this morning and it really blessed me. The section that Caleb went to spy, Mm -hmm. 
That is why the Bible says, your foods, you are the, the steps of righteous man are ordered of God. The, of the location that Caleb went to, to spy. Mm-hmm. Remember what he said? He said that Moses told us, wherever your foot shall step, you shall inherit. Yes. That's what he says. Yeah. So yeah. the area that Caleb went was an area called Hebron. <laughs> Hebron was the most fertile area. It is like uh, I'm trying to. It's like Windsor, you know. When you when you when you hear Windsor, you know that is where the you know that is you know. It was like Windsor if you're in the UK, you know. So this and Hebron was the place where Abraham built his altar. Amen. So see, not only does it, not only did he just roam anywhere. <laughs> somehow, there was a way that maybe God knew that out of these twelve spies. Some people might bring a bad report. Then he ordered the footsteps of Caleb. He said, Caleb, you know, go, because to tell you the truth, I'm sure when he got there, he said, here is where Abraham that I've been told about was here. Here is where the altar was built. Hebron was was 300 feet above sea. It was was a very prime area. It was Mm -hmm. a very prime piece of land, piece of real estate. I'm sure memory started going through his mind. Mm-hmm. He started remembering that this is the land that the prophetic word came that we are going to inherit the land. Amen. The land that Amen. God spoke and said that here is where Amen. the descendants will go and, and to Amen. the land of milk and honey. Amen. He was, in, he was in that environment where there was miracle activity. You hear what I'm saying? Just about a bit. When the angel of the Lord came to Elizabeth and told her, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, you are barren, but you're going to have a child who is called John the Baptist. In fact, he said, uh, and, 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 and the Bible says the same angel went to Mary and said, mm-hmm. Mary, your relative Elizabeth, this is what the Bible says, she who was barren. So in other words, there was a label that was following Elizabeth. She mm-hmm. who was barren is now going to have a child. Guess what yes. Mary did? Mary did not go to the, to the, to the village uh, barber shop or the saloon where people discuss things. No, Mary decided to go where there is miracle activity. Amen. And the Bible says when she went to that place, uh, the moment Elizabeth and Mary. the moment Elizabeth saw Mary, the Amen. Bible says the baby. Let me start a bit so the people can see what the baby. Is. <laughs> the baby in the world, the, the baby leaped. Yes. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know. Yes. So I can imagine that when Caleb went to Hebron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you getting the preaching? Yeah. 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 I was just talking about leaping here. I, I, I was trying to t- tie the scripture so you can, yes. it can marinate and it can, you know, it can yeah. get into your system. Amen. So the moment Caleb went into Hebron, mm-hmm. he realized that there is a label here. The label is they are giants. Mm. The label here is that this city, they are walls. We cannot penetrate it. But there was a leaping. Let me jump. Let me start again. There was a leaping. <laughs> in the, in the, in the, <laughs> and, 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 and there is such, you see, that simply means that there was a strong conviction in his heart. That's right. That made him realize, yeah. you know what? I am going to, I am going to get this land. Yes. I am yes. going to inherit this land. There's something yes. that came to say, you know what? This is the land that we was, that is ours. Somebody, you see, now this is where the radical faith comes. You yeah. have to come to a certain place where you are now forced to confront the challenges ahead of you. Mm. If it is a situation of sickness, it is a situation of a job, you have to say, you know what? According to the word of God, God says that I am the heads and not the tail. Amen. Amen. God says that victory is mine. So we say, I decree and declare. That simply means I turn into law the word of God on this situation. I decree today that whatever is limiting you, I decree today whatever is confronting you, you will be like Caleb. There is something that will come on you that will say, no, 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 no. I have to see the hand of God. Amen. Enough is enough. There comes a moment where I have to break loose. There comes a moment that I have to see the goodness of the Lord in the the land of it. So the Bible says when they went and spied the land, they then came back with the report. But you know what? Sometimes it is very easy to blame those other 12, 10 spies. It's very easy to do that. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes radical faith is able to see things beyond what other people are seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Radical faith sees 
impossibilities, it sees possibilities. That's what radical faith does. Yeah. Radical faith sees those as an opportunity to believe God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That's what radical yeah. faith, you know? Amen. Radical faith is able to cause you to see that, you know what? I can see beyond this challenge. Mm. And the truth of the matter is that when you're dealing with, with I, I, I'm currently dealing with a situation and, and it is a big situation, but I'm having to find myself to speak to that situation. And I say that these are the facts, but the truth is that God is able. God Amen. said, God Amen. said that I will be blessed. God yes. said that with him, all things are possible. Amen. Um, you're able to look at problems. Um, faith claims opportunity. So when you are seeing that, he, he, he claimed that as an opportunity to allow God to manifest himself. So sometimes when you're faced with difficulties, could it be that you need to turn that as an opportunity and say, God, I want to use this as, as an opportunity. Amen. Your radical faith will cause you to start looking at the impossibilities and converting them as opportunities where God will be magnified. Amen. Radical faith is not that, oh, you know, I was thirsty and, and I was upstairs and then I felt thirsty and then I got strength. I went to drink water downstairs. That is not, that is, that is um, uh, you're thirsty and there's water in the tap. But yeah. radical faith is you need to see God break through for you. Amen. I don't know Amen. what you're dealing with here today. I don't know what you're dealing with. So the Bible says, when Caleb went there, they came back with a report. And, and you see, sometimes radical faith will not align itself with the majority. Radical mm -hmm. faith sometimes positions itself with the minority because mm -hmm. the 10 spies came with an evil report. Evil report says, whoa, 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 whoa. There, they are giants. Evil report, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, yeah. they, those people were like, we were like grasshoppers. So they spoke, what's this? The, op um, the opposite of radical faith is when you speak the impossibility or you speak mm. the, the, the impossibility and make that your reality. Because what they yeah. said is that, you know what? They are giants. We are like grasshoppers. Yeah. And you see, there is, that is the fact. But the truth is, Caleb stood up. In fact, the Bible says this. It says that Caleb stood up and silenced the people. Mm. Today, I dare you. In fact, I'm going to say, mm. I double dare you. You I need to silence the voices of around you. You need to silence <laughs> the voices of unbelief around you. You need to yes. silence the voices of negativity yes. around you. Because the Bible yes. says, Sil Caleb rose up and silenced the people. Amen. And when he silenced the people, Amen. scripture goes on to say, he then stood up and said that, you know what? We went yeah. there and yes. we are well able. Able. We able. are well, the, the key word is the ability. I told you, I told you during the, the, the Bible study that his divine power has given us everything we need for life yes. and goodness. There Amen. is power in his word that That's will right. cause you to be able to manifest things you never thought that you'd manifest. And Amen. today I want to speak that over your life and I declare that Amen. that power comes on you where you have a bulldog kind of faith where you'll say, you know what? Amen. I will do it. I will break through. Amen. I will see the results I need. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 27 that I would have fainted unless I had believed that I will see the goodness, goodness of the Lord of in the land of the living. Amen. Amen. Change your, your mindset and say, you know what? Yeah. I am going to see the goodness of yeah. God. No, Amen. Somebody who goodness and mercy will follow me. You change Amen. your you change your belief system. You change yeah, the voices that you hear. You change yeah, the things that you see. And you and yeah. you realize that you know what? It is my time to see. Caleb did not see the walls. Caleb Amen. did not see the giants. The giants were there, but yeah. he saw the promise. And he said, I am well able. And the Bible yeah. says when he stood up, when he stood up and said, you know what? I am well able. In other words, mm. God said it and I will do it. So the question to you today is that what is God saying over your life? New York Church is a place where we believe lives are being restored. That is what God has said to us. So because you are in this grace, because you are in this anointing today, I speak restoration by the authority of God's word over this house. We Amen. say we're working in empowerment. One of our, yes. our of our of our vision Amen. is to empower lives. You are empowered in the marketplace. You're empowered yes. in You're empowered in the social life. You're empowered. In You're Amen. empowered wherever you need to be. I speak Amen. the empowerment of Jehovah. Amen. Like Amen. If you're watching us today, wherever you are, I speak the empowerment of God. You will Amen. be empowered. You will finish strong. Amen. Because the Bible says that he then stood up and silenced the people. And then 
when that was said, Moses looked at him and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Caleb, you know what? Because of what you have said, that land that you saw is yours. Amen. Amen. So what I'm hearing you say, because of this radical faith that I'm hearing here, because I can see you stand up and silence people, because I can see you stand up and speak the word of the Lord. The Bible says that he then said to himself that, you know what, Caleb, I give you that land. Now, 45 years later, Amen. Man. He's, he's living on his, on his pension. Uh, but he has retired from his work. He's, in, in our, in, he's a bit like, like um, Captain, the guy who died isn't yeah. it? Captain who? Captain Mo. It was Captain Mo? Oh, you know? yes. oh yeah. The one who raised money for the NHS, you know? Yes. yes. Caleb was in that age group. He had retired. Uh, he had fought. He had, actually, that's a very good example. He's a, he was a bit like that Captain Moore. He had, and actually, that is even a good example. Captain yeah. Moore, before he died, he was knighted. You know, Amen. when you're knighted, it means yeah. that you've given so much in the community that the royal family has, uh, 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 can identify that, you know what, you're of value to the community. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so Caleb was in a place where he said, you know what, I may be an old man, Oh my God! I may be an old man. Uh, he said that. He said, "Now, just as the Lord promised, He has kept me alive. May the Lord." Amen. 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 Five years. Yeah. He waited for forty-five years. Amen. In Amen. other words, it was this promise took forty-five years in preparation from the time the word was spoken. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, don't be in a rush. Sometimes don't be in a rush to, don't be a micro, don't just want things over quick. No, some mm-hmm. things need to be marinated, you know? Yes. I don't yeah. like, my, one of my girls here really loves cheese. And I think she got that from the mom. But I understand <laughs> that the best cheese is the one that is, there's a word I'm looking for here. Mature. That has been, what's the word? Matured. Matured. That's the correct word. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can see, I can see the cheese lovers here. So, so, so you find that that cheese is the more it is matured, the more expensive it becomes. Uh-huh. And that in this man, this man, his miracle was 45 years in the, in, in the maturing stage. Amen. Now, the time of manifestation came, my God, I'm uh-huh. the power yeah. of God as I talk to you right now. Uh-huh. When the time came, you know, there is that moment. Yes. Now understand this. Do you understand why now when he went to Hebron, and now it was the moment now where they say enough is actually, you know what? The very sad thing is this, before I get there, the generation that lived in unbelief from that, from that time that Moses, said, uh, when they came back with the evil report, yeah. a generation or generation of people died over, mm. and God said, because of your unbelief, yeah. you did not go through that land. Yes. They, mm. It was about over a million people died. Let, mm. me, let me break it down for you so you can understand. It is about 79 people dying daily. Wow. Daily. But I did, I did some research on this, uh, on this particular passage. Died daily. From the time that thing was died to the time of promise. That shows you how sometimes God takes radical faith very seriously. Amen. Amen. Out of that generation, it is only Joshua and Caleb who entered that land. That's true. Oh, wow. Because, because God said, oh, 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 radical faith will take you to where others have not gone. Come on the now. Bible that says, as I did, the, the, the good thing with this, with this service is that I will continue this on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday, you Amen. don't come to miss. You know what I mean? And then I'll continue again on, on, on Thursday and on Friday. You know, that is the good, this is the good thing with, with the church setting is that we, we can't just, um, um, <laughs> I'm not sure if I, if I can use this. I hope I, well, as I use it, it does not um, make the anointing depart from your life. Nigerians like saying, we cannot just vomit the word of God to you here and then, no. and then just vomit everything. No, we, no. we, we want to just make sure that we give you this message yeah. bit by bit. Mm, so nuggets. Have to step, nuggets by nuggets. Yep. Yeah. I would then say that this man came and now he said, give me my mountain. That's right. Amen. Amen. Give it to me. You know, he said, Amen. I need my inheritance. Amen. What is mine? You know, I Amen. need my healing today in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. I need my miracle today in the name Amen. of Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you're single, say, you know what? I have been single for a while. God, 
I believe that this year, you know, according to the book of Psalms, show Amen. me a sign. Show me Amen. a sign. You know? Amen. Amen. If it's, if it's a house you're believing, say, God, make the impossible possible. Amen. Say, God, I need to see change in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I came to a certain place where he said, you know what? I, I, I was there. And the beautiful thing is that he had to remind people about that story because the generation that was there had died. Amen. And, and I like the kind of relationship he had with, with uh, Joshua, uh, Joshua and Caleb. He told Joshua, you know, Joshua, remember, we were there when, when the Lord spoke to us, when we were 40 years, he was, at, he was my age now. He was, he was at my age, age bracket now. And when the word was given. But the manifestation took place when he was at Captain Moore's age. Amen. At Captain Amen. Moore's age, he said, I am still strong. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, the word of God over your life, still be strong on it. Amen. Still Amen. declare, Amen. still embrace it, still say Amen. that we will, salvation will come. My husband will Amen. get saved. My wife will Amen. get saved. My children will Amen. get saved. God Amen. will open a door. God Amen. will heal. God will restore. God will Amen. turn things around. You Amen. have to be in that place today. I want to speak this word over you, and I declare that God is going to do it for you. I want Amen. to refuse that any evil report. You have to be in a certain place. Radical faith demands that you silence voices. It might mean that there's some phone calls you refuse to take because you know they will come to yeah. injure or they'll come to dilute your faith. There'll be some yeah. conversations that you, you'll need to excuse yourself. There'll be some things that you'll need to say, no, 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 no. I need to be in a place where I build my faith. There are four things I taught last week. Number mm-hmm. one, to see your gaze, your mm-hmm. prayer life. Yeah. increase that gauge you know yes. your bible study life increase yeah. that gauge Amen. your fellowship increase that gauge Amen. your service to god increase that gauge do something Amen. this week i want to declare that you are walking in total victory as, Amen. Today, as i bring this i will continue this message but this is just the scratch i've just scratched the surface we are going to be, we're going to continue on tuesday and we're going to continue on Thursday and on Friday and on, and on Sunday. The way it is going, I'm, I'm, it almost feels as though we're in a revival. And I want to believe yeah. that God will turn things around for you. I want yeah. to this season, yeah. your story is changing. You will be like Caleb. Listen, yeah. what made Caleb, what's this? What made Caleb say to himself that give me my mountain is because there was a word that was spoken over him. Yeah. When the word was spoken over you, it now gives you an opportunity to be able to confess that word. I told you something the other day. I've got two girls. I, I need to maybe whisper. There's one, the younger one as well. I'm just with the younger one. When I'm on the phone or I'm, when I'm something very important, she would come and tell me, daddy, can I have that sweet? Or can I have that? Say, because she knows if she asks me when I'm, when I've got, I'll say, no, sweets are not good for your teeth. Or, but she knows, and I'll say, not now. You'll have it later. Let me continue with what I'm doing. Then when everything is said and done, once now, I'm finished. She comes and says, Daddy, you promised me. <laughs> that, that word you promised really, really, really just emphasizes that there was a covenant that you had. <laughs> there was a contractual agreement that yeah. was signed between you and her. Yeah? Yeah. You had a mandate, and now it is your time to deliver your side of the mandate. So she's coming to claim. Her part of the agreement, which was yes. she has waited, now yes. it's time for you to deliver. Amen. So in, the importance of God's word is that with radical faith, you have to have a word in you. Mm. Now, when it comes to the time of execution, you can be like my daughter. You say, God right. promised. Amen. children are for signs and wonder. God promised that healing is my portion. That's right. Doctors report, but God, there is a superior report. Amen. That says that healing is my portion. Amen. You treat yourself like that, you'll have a sense of radical faith. And nothing nothing will prevent you from going where you need to go. Amen. I want to bring this into an end. I want to pray that God will bless you. I'll just minister to a few people and I pray that God will touch you. I pray that God will minister to you. I, I said I was going to. I was going to um, um, uh, pray for, for Brother David. I don't know if he's here. David, I pray for you in the name of Jesus. I told you on Friday that I'm going to pray for you. Is David there? David, Pastor Tony's brother, is he there? 
Yes, I am. Yes, yes I am. Yes, I am. I pray yes, for you that in the name of Jesus, I know you're not, just put yourself on mute and just, and just receive this word. I pray for you. The Lord was ministering to me last week that you are a Caleb. Amen. And the reason why I, want, I, I didn't want to pray for you on Fridays because I wanted you to hear this word. So when Amen. you hear this word, it will then help you go to the next phase. The Lord is saying you are like a Caleb. Amen. Where your, your beginning and your alignment might have not been the way um, the world would have planned it. But God is saying that I am now bringing you to a place of empowerment. I am Amen. bringing you to a place of prominence. Your gift Amen. will rise up. God will make crooked paths straight. God Amen. will restore you. The journey that you're beginning, because the Bible says that Caleb was absorbed in the tribe of Judah. God Amen. is absorbing you in a lineage of, uh, and, you, and these are things that you already know. God is absorbing you spiritually, not physically. God is absorbing you now spiritually into a lineage of intercession, into a lineage of prophecy, into Amen. a lineage where the word of the Lord will be dispensed. God Amen. is going to use you as a foundation in your home, in your family, in your, in, you will be, you, it will be said of you the way it's, it, it was said of Caleb, that Amen. David was a man of faith. You will rise up in faith. God will cause you to, there are some difficulties that, 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 that you'll face in the journey, but God is going to give you the grace to overcome and Amen. God is going to empower you with his word. But what the Lord is saying, remember the word that he has given you. What will keep you during storms is the word. You know, Amen. continue pursuing the word, continue confessing it, continue declaring it. Amen. And God will perfect that which concerns you. I declare for you and I use you as a point of contact today as this service comes to an end, that Amen. we are all being absorbed in the tribe of Judah. Amen. The tribe of Judah is the one that produces kings. The tribe of Judah is where the Messiah aligns themselves. With. I never had time to talk to you about Rahab. Who the Bible says, God said, Rahab, that harlot, bring, her, bring that harlot to me because that is the one that I need to transform and also align and also align. I want to align her. In other words, there's some certain <clears throat> testimonies that will need to be said of you, David, and they'll be said because of the alignment. Amen. Your, your, your miracle and your testimony will be so strong because of the alignment. So it is critical you, you cherish the alignment. It is critical Amen. that you continue to pursue God and God will do that for you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we come to an end of this service. I want to prophesy that this week, it Amen. will be a week of blessing. This week Amen. will be a week of victory. This week will be a week of great blessing. Those who are watching us, those who, who watch this on YouTube, those who watch this much later, I declare that in the name of Jesus, that victory is your portion. I cancel every spirit of fear, any spirit of unbelief, like Caleb, you will say, give me that mountain. The video, the video that we saw about that community that was neglected, we don't even know where it is. But when God decides to visit you, gold will come from the ground. When God decides to visit you, provision will come from unusual places. When God decides to visit you, blessings will come from places you don't know. I claim healing over your family. I, cl I claim restoration over your family. I claim all that in the name that is above every name. Father, you sent me here with your word. I have spoken your word in simplicity. I ask that, Lord, this word would minister to people. May we be a church of radical faith. Amen. Give me London. Give me, Amen. Give me UK. Give yes. me Aganam. Give me uh, wherever you are. Father, let that be our portion. Give us souls. We want Amen. to thank you and we want to bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So officially, uh, the service is over, and uh, and and uh, and you know what, Pastor Tony, I really feel in my heart that you know um, the service is over. So those who have to leave, it's okay to leave. Maybe if you've got work to do, it's it's okay to leave, uh, or, or you've got things you want to do. So we meet again here on Tuesday. On Tuesday at eight thirty, I'll send the link on the WhatsApp. I tell you, this thing is building. This thing is building up, and then we continue on, on, on Wednesday. And please join. Re remember what I said. Look for something that you can do. Join one of the prayer um, um, conference calls in the week. Join one of them. You know, Be part of that. Be in a place where you can build yourself. Join the, There's one on Monday. There's one, um, um, if, if we can put maybe the numbers on the, on this, if, if it's possible, you know, please take a note or, or Sister Carol, type the numbers, Sister Gina, type the numbers on the chat. Type the, 
numbers on the chat, you know, do do something, you know, get involved. Say, you know what, I, I, I want to build myself. I want to build myself. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to increase my capacity in the name of Jesus. So please um, join, join any of that. So we are meeting again on, uh, on those are meeting tomorrow for the prayer. Please do that. And then on, on Tuesday, Tuesday. Bible study at eight o'clock, I'll continue on this and, and have a very, very wonderful time. Now, um, concerning the project that we, that, that I'm going to call us to talk about in, in, in Kenya, if, if you want to be part of that, if you want to be part of that, you know, you can still stay, you can stay behind. And if you want to maybe have ideas or, 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 or you want to contribute towards, you know, in, in, in ideas or you know how we can try and make this effective, please do that because we, we really believe as a church that, that we want to be a blessing to that slum in Korogosha, you know, and, and by extension, even to Canada and other places. And as the Lord would bless us, we also want to be a blessing to the community here in the UK. So you never know. Maybe as, as we continue to expand, we may spread this out to Greenwich area and other places. So, so feel free to leave if you have to leave right now. The service is over. But if you want to stay, you know, and, and just hear a bit more about that, please, you can stay. So, so the church is, is, is dismissed, but may, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the love of the love of God, and the fellowship of Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.